This is Mission.org. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Marketing Trends and the Leeds Art Week. Having the time of your life in a beautiful, exotic locale doesn't seem like a very hard thing to sell, does it? Well, it's not quite as simple as it sounds, and few know that better than John Cherneski, the Senior Vice President of Sales and Trade Marketing at Princess Cruises and Cunard Line. On this episode of Marketing Trends, John takes us through why it's so important to sell stories and appeal to people's emotions when marketing. Plus, he discusses some of the biggest wins and surprising trends he's seen in his years in the cruise industry. Enjoy this episode. Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. We bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. Here is your host, Ian Faison. Welcome to Marketing Trends. I'm Ian Faison, and I am joined by a special guest and a friend of our good audio engineer, Matt. John, what's going on? Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're super excited to have you. Not not just because of the serendipity that uh, that took place uh, as we're we're looking at this interview, but we're so excited to talk about all things at Princess Cruises um, and Canard Line. I'm curious to start off with. How did you get started in marketing in the first place? Well, it was a lot easier than physics. Uh, and when my dad was trying to guide me in terms of what I should study in college, he was a, a career naval officer. He worked on diesel submarines. He was the captain of a battleship. Uh, yes, I was raised by a captain of a battleship. So if you think you had a tough childhood, let's talk. <laughs> anyway, he wanted me to be an engineer, and I was clearly not cut out for it. And so marketing seemed kind of a lot easier. And uh, I went through that as my undergraduate degree. And honestly, I just loved the one we did. The few times when you're actually studying in college, you actually focus on your actual degree and kind of get your hands dirty. I really enjoyed the creation of products and trying to sell them. Um, and you know, I would say marketing is a very unique combination of art and science. And so I thought that was, uh, was very cool how we got to get our hands dirty in college and learn about it. And so I just any, you know, went through a weird career here at Princess, and finally I'm back in, in sales and marketing, but it wasn't always that way. Flash forward to today. Tell me a little bit about your role um, as Senior Vice President, and you're involved with a little bit of sales and marketing. Yeah, so uh, I've evolved in my career at Princess, mostly uh, starting on the operational side. So we have a, a fleet operations team, we call it, that is all about delivering the guest experience on board. And I went through a circuitous path to get into sales and marketing. Now that I'm finally here, I oversee a team of about 65 people who are mostly spread throughout the U.S. and Canada, uh, engaging with our travel agent partners uh, as we try and sell uh, as much of our product through them uh, as we can. And then the trade marketing side is really about engaging them through the different marketing channels we have, uh, both in print and online, to try and make us seem to be the only cruise line that exists, which of course isn't true. But uh, we want to be seen as great partners and trusted partners that they can deliver their clients or their members to us. And, you know, we'll take care of them. That's the ultimate goal. Well, I can tell you that when I went on a cruise many moons ago, um, my first cruise as an adult, the only one in my mind was was a princess cruise. So, um, yeah, that was my uh, just to cruise down to Mexico. And it was a glorious adventure. 
Yeah. Well, we're lucky to have that recognition as a brand because of the love boat. You know, you think back to the, the days be, before some of your times, because you're too old, too young for it. I'm too old. Um, you know, the love boat put cruising on the map and uh, it was on everybody's TV every week. And it was very just this glorious opportunity to get out there. And it broke the kind of the mold of how cruising was perceived that only the rich could afford it. And because of that kind of cultural shakeup, it really did help cruising uh, in general. Um, and fast forward to today, uh, Captain Steubing, uh, Gavin McLeod, the actor, um, has been our ambassador for so many years. And I'm very fortunate to call him a friend and I've gotten to know him. And um, I'm, my, my claim to fame is that I have a picture of me and him in his recent autobiography. So I was very thrilled that he put me in there. Um, but just such great stories in the history of cruising and how far it's come over the last almost 30 years that I've been in the industry. So tell me a little bit, you know, for our listeners who don't know, what does marketing and sales look like at Princess? Because you mentioned, um, you know, going through uh, some of your partners and places like that. I mean, do most people just come to the website and buy a cruise? Like, how does that how does that look? Yeah, it's a good question. And it's a multi-pronged answer. It really depends on the individual and their experience or lack of experience in cruising. And we sell our product through a number of channels. We sell it on directly online on princess.com. We sell it to people that pick up the phone and call us that you know are finally interested in cruising or want to cruise again. And so we have a team of people that do that internally. But the bulk of our business is actually sold through travel agents. And so you know, when I first got into sales about four and a half years ago, honestly, I had not used a travel agent other than like 20 years ago and didn't really realize how strong they were. And a lot of people have been predicting the demise of the travel agency for the last two decades and they continue to get stronger and stronger. And so we work closely with them because they have cultivated the relationship with their client or in the case of their members, some have memberships. So you could be a AAA or Costco. Those are big member-based organizations that sell travel to their members. Or you could just be booking through an agency that you walk into or call in for the first time and they become you know, that client. And so given the fact that a good, good chunk of our business is sold through them, my job is to really cultivate the relationships between us and them commercially uh, to make sure that it works for both of us. And then we work on a number of marketing programs throughout the year to connect with their members or their clients. That's really what it's all about. They think about, they have a proprietary database of their members, their clients that we are trying to tap into. And that's what it's, what it's really all about. Yes. Yeah, so I would imagine that the marketing challenge there is, is pretty tough. You know, we, we always talk about how you add levels of complexity, the farther away you get from, you know, the end customer. Um, so, you know, you're trying to do marketing activities that shape those folks so that they always think of princess when they want to take a cruise. Um, but you also need to, to influence, you know, all of those travel agents to make sure that they're recommending it. Um, how do you look at that? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think we have a marketing team at Princess that is going out into the marketplace to talk directly to consumers, either people that have sailed with us in the past or people that we're prospecting, right, that we're locating. And so that, that came, those campaigns are happening, those outreaches are happening. Then you have the travel agents, the travel agencies that we're working with to do a similar thing where we're saying, we want to buy into your email or your DM direct mail piece or your banner ad, whatever it is to reach your clients. And it could be a solo piece or it could be shared with other cruise lines. And then you have the travel agent who is being influenced by their personal experience, their own likes and desires, their own, you know, income bracket where maybe they're 
um, exposed to a very luxury product and that's what they want to sell and that's what they're going to specialize in or they're going to specialize in a premium section of the market like we're in and they may have cruised with you in the past or maybe they have never cruised with you and so we see a lot of personal bias of the travel agent based on their likes and dislikes that some research has shown that they're more likely to recommend a brand that they personally like which makes sense you know they can speak to it and they can kind of embrace it and and speak with some faith that the delivery of the product is going to be what they think it is at least. And then hopefully that's what their client's going to experience. So it's a there's multifacets to it and we try and influence it on every step if we can. You know, we talk a lot about customer experience on this show. Um, it's so important and critical for marketers now. Um, what's so funny is, is there a more curated approach to customer experience than being on a cruise ship, right? You are literally trapped in the customer experience. So you have so many ways that you can influence it. And I'm sure so many different things on there that are memorable and remarkable and, and things that people will, you know, remember for the rest of their lives and obviously photos and all that fun stuff. Um, but in the pre-sales process, I'm sure that there's a lot of convincing that needs to happen because there's so many things you can do for a vacation. How do you look at like that pre-sales process? Yeah, we definitely are in the midst of uh, a very crowded uh, competitive set related to, number one, are you going to use your vacation time? That is arguably our biggest enemy in this industry. You know, are people going to do a staycation or just burn through another year without taking a vacation? And unfortunately, we see more and more of that. And so that's step one. Step two is if they've convinced themselves, yes, I'm going to go on vacation, there are so many options. Right. And so we clearly are trying to stand out uh, amongst the land based focused resorts, as well as, of course, you know, cruise. And we do that really by trying to tell stories and by trying to let people know that they can literally see the world with Princess and all the places that we go. And, you know, our marketing message is one of connection of going together is our campaign today. And it's really trying to tap into an emotive element that, you know, you only have so much time on this earth, not that we use those words, but that's kind of the feeling that you want to see these great places and you want to do it with people that are special to you, family, friends. And that's how we try and, and separate ourselves and do it in a way that is, is really what you're going to experience. Like, you, you know, you want to make sure you're not having that huge gap between your promise and your actual delivery. And so we do it in a very honest, authentic way. And again, from a travel agency's perspective, that they can see and say, yeah, that is princess, that that isn't, that is their, their core. And that's what they're all about. So I want to, I want to dive in a little deeper into, um, kind of the trends and behaviors. Like you kind of mentioned, I have not used it. I've used a travel agent, I think once in my life, um, I don't know collectively any of my friends who use travel agents. Um, but my father-in-law and uh, mother-in-law always use a travel agent. So I'm curious, is this an age thing? Is it a generational thing or is it like a life stage thing where, you know, when you're young and, you know, maybe, you know, pre-kids or, or during kids, you kind of want to make sure you can figure it all out yourself. But then when you get to a certain point, you're like, I just want somebody to do this for me. Like, I'm curious, what do you see there is in terms of what the data shows? Yeah. So there's been some great studies of late that have shown that um, in support of maybe why the travel agents aren't dying, like people have predicted for the last two decades, that they continue to get stronger and stronger to grow in their influence, is that 
we thought the younger generations would rely on technology and no one would be bothered with calling or emailing somebody to have them do what they could do themselves. The reality is that, yes, we do see a high percentage of uh, older generations of you know, the baby boomers, the Gen X, et cetera, who are using travel agents. But we're, we're realizing that the, as a percentage of the total population within millennials, the surveys are showing, the research is showing that they are more likely to use the services of a travel agent as a greater percentage than any other generation, which surprised me at first when I heard it. But, the, you know, when you look into it, it's because they are, it's not to say you're not going to do your homework and get educated on where you want to go. And rather than call a travel agent and say, I'm thinking of on vacation, where, do, where should I go? You coming in with some information and, and ideas. And then because time is so valuable, and millennials as a generation value time and realize that they can be multitasking and, and delegate things to other people, that you give that task of going through the booking process to the travel agent, that will help free them up. And so we are seeing that millennials um, are definitely engaging travel agencies and realizing their value. Because in the end, I think there's a misperception that they are, um, misconception that they are actually costing you money when in reality, they're going to help save you money in most cases because of the deals they get through their buying power. Yeah, I think this is a, it's a great point. And I think that um, the, it's, it's very reductive to say like, hey, baby boomers are going to do blank or whatever. Again, I think it's more like a life stage thing because like my father-in-law, for example, like he didn't used to use a travel agent when he had a young family. They just booked it on themselves. And then now he's at a stage of his life where he wants to do that. Um, so I do think that that's like pretty reductive and it's not helpful as a marketer to just make an assumption and not test that assumption. And I love what you said about, you know, younger generations and using technology. I think what more and more younger generations use technology to do is to get transparency in the process. And like, that's what um, that's what sites, I mean, if you look at like sites, like, you know, kayak or whatever it is, things like that, all that is, is just say, Hey, just give me the options in one place that I can kind of figure that out. And that works great for a flight, but for an entire vacation, um, not having to think about it is the ultimate luxury, right? It's like, I have one person, I can go to them with everything. They're going to figure it out and then go. Um, how do you market that type of simplicity? How do you market that type of like mindset? Well, I think from a simplicity standpoint, going on a cruise at its core is the easiest way to travel and see multiple destinations, right? You, you basically unpack once. That's kind of the message that we all will say. You can go on a Europe cruise and in two weeks, see five different countries and every day have an experience that doesn't require you to pack up your stuff, get on a bus or a train, go to the next city and then experience it there. And so at its core, it's about you know, simplicity in terms of the, um, from a marketing angle, you know, it's, you really want to hit on the multitude of things you're going to see and experience and try and, and it's hard because when you're talking about, let's say, uh, you know, a, a direct mail piece or an email, you know, you're not going to get people's attention to sit there and watch a five minute video that explains the whole thing. You really have to hit them within that nanosecond to impress them that, wow, this is the place I want to go. And, and the way I want to do it is through princess. That's our challenge. and People will do their own homework. They'll go to sites of recommendations where, you know, people are critiquing the industry and the ship, the brand, you name it. So they're going to do that homework and kind of get um, some general sense of, of who they want to go with. Um, but then in terms of the actual process of booking it, 
you know, I think you mentioned the kayak site. One of our biggest partners is Expedia and they are a great partner and their online site does an amazing job of just presenting fares to people and then they can go off and they book it. But we see even more success with a division of their um, business called Expedia Cruise Ship Centers, which is a retail-based uh, group that is positioned throughout the U.S. and Canada. And that's where there's more attentive service and handholding that's done by the agent, building that relationship with the client. And because if you think of a cruise, so let's say you're going to go to Europe and you want to go online and book that. Okay, you can technically do it and people do, but it's complicated. You know, you've got to figure out when am I leaving? What airline am I going to take? What hotel am I going to stay at before I get on the ship? When I get to the ship, what am I going to do? Where am I going to eat? What shows am I going to see? What tours am I going to do when I'm in Barcelona or Rome? So all these things can overwhelm people. And that's the beauty of working with a travel advisor who hopefully has done their homework, maybe been to that destination, can speak to with some expertise, here's what I'd recommend, or here's what my clients are doing and, and I'm seeing as the most popular thing. You know, we, we see this general herding of people that tend to do what others do, and that can help sometimes because it puts you at ease that this is the most popular thing to do when I go to a certain place. Do you, as you're kind of looking at creating those marketing campaigns, um, what are some of the ways that you're using data and analytics. You touched on it a little bit with some of the feedback that you've got on, you know, millennial generation and things like that. What's what are some of the other ways that you're using data and analytics to drive marketing strategy? Yeah, we're a very uh, data-driven company for sure. Uh, we were actually just having this conversation the other day about is it intuition that services analytics or analytics that services the intuition? And I would say that we look at data as much as we can, as often as we can, and it helps everything from how is the onboard experience? How are we delivering on our, on our brand promise? And what is our guest satisfaction like? And then carving that out into all the demographics of the individual that are ranking us, their nationality, where are they from? And, and we see the differences, whether you're from Australia or Canada or the UK or US in terms of how you will just complete a survey in general, right? There's almost a nationality bias in terms of how people will respond and you kind of build up that history. And that, that information helps do everything from, you know, look at management and training on board the service levels that helps kind of course correct and ensure that there's a consistency across the 18 ships that we have. That's important as well as, as that consistency. When it comes to making decisions on how we're going to go to market, um, we do everything from, you know, detailed surveys of our past guests, of prospects, focus groups, um, trying to verify what we're about to do is going uh, to work and that we've kind of thought of everything. And that we've also engaged our travel agent partners in that process. We do a lot of work in terms of advisory boards, surveys, uh, communities of what we call online communities of frontline agents, because we never want to go out there and blindly think that we have all the answers because in the end we don't, but we will put together a program and, and really allow them to shoot holes in it because we'd much rather shoot holes in a test environment than, you know, in the real world um, setting. And so analytics and, and the data review is everything for us. We very, very rarely make a decision without looking at some research or some study or some, you know, financial modeling or projection. Um, it really comes together for everything we do. I want to talk specific campaigns. Um, were there any campaigns over the years uh, that you particularly loved or were excited about or thought that worked worked really well? Well, we've spent the last 
two years working on a campaign to educate our travel advisor partners and our consumers related to a new technology that we introduced called the Ocean Medallion. And this was a doozy in the sense that it was a great disruptor to the normal cruise experience and something that no one had done before. And, you know, when we were trying to figure out how we explain it to people and get them excited and willing to pay a premium for it, we realized that there was no frame of reference. You know, it wasn't like we were building something that everybody knew and had experienced. It wasn't a water slide or a movie screen that people had done in their life. It was somewhat of an amorphous technology that helped enhance the cruise experience in multiple smaller ways, but in total gave them something bigger in terms of the time back and the convenience back through the power of this new technology. And so this campaign has had a life unto its own because we've been seeing it develop over time. So when we first started talking about it to today, it's a very different uh, animal and it's something that we have learned to adapt to. And I would say that, you know, when I retire at some point, I look back on my career that will be one of the first things on my uh, resume in terms of how we've been able to explain this to consumers, explain this to our travel agent partners, and get everybody informed and excited about it. Um, and it has not just been, let's send a couple emails. It's been a full court press doing everything we possibly can, in-person events, um, you know, all the typical digital marketing you would expect, direct mail pieces, brochures, uh, webinars, live presentations. Uh, our CEO did a on stage at uh, CES a couple of years ago. First time ever a travel company had done that. So it's been an all-out investment because we really uh, wanted to invest in something that would take over the life of Princess and become our future. And it did not come easy. And I think because of that, because it's been so challenging, uh, and you're almost rewriting the rules as you're going in it, that it's. I think been our greatest accomplishment and it's still going like it's not over and we still have a lot more to do, but from our early days to now, it's, it's definitely, uh, I would say it's been a very rewarding experience. Well, and it seems like you have some cool stuff that you've done with, you know, hashtag comeback new and moments from your guests. Um, you have a huge advantage, obviously that you're going to these beautiful places. The cruise ship itself is amazing. Um, you have all of this, you know, digital imagery and video, uh, especially like, you know, some crowdsource stuff from your customers. It seems like you have a lot of advantages in which to market with. Um, but sometimes with, with the wealth of, uh, advantages, it can, it can be potentially, uh, you know, a little too much. I'm curious, how do you, how do you kind of leverage those things? Yeah, I mean, we do. We are very lucky, given that we have great brand strength, brand awareness, um, tons of assets, tons of materials, resources to deploy. So for all that, we should consider ourselves very lucky. I would say some of the most um, challenging uh, parts, just specific to the Ocean Medallion that I've, that I've referenced, has been really getting people to, A, understand it, and then be able to explain it to somebody else. And I think one of the most successful tactics we took was to actually introduce the experience to travel agents and to get, and I, and I don't have the luxury of saying, okay, we're going to take a ship out of inventory for the next six months and we're going to invite every travel agent in North America to sail on board and they can go home and then sell it. We, did, we cannot do that. And so that's why we really rely on all these other channels, these other platforms. But we have been able to um, 
invite some of our top accounts and some influencers that work within those agencies. They could be a marketing executive or a social media influencer, what have you, and expose the product to them because I, I'm a big believer in the power of testimonials and hearing firsthand from people, what did they think? What was their experience? And then through that, you know, travel agents here, oh, it's one of me. It's, it's, my, it's one of my people, right? It's somebody that I can consider a colleague rather than hearing from a uh, sales exec like myself that they may not trust. And if they're smart, they don't trust me. But if they hear it from somebody that's one of their own peers, you tend to listen a little differently and they may speak the same language. And so we've been very lucky in, in A, having the, the ability to bring a number of them on board, expose it to them, but also then ask them questions of, because this is a technology that's evolving and seems to change and get better every day, we say to them what works and then what doesn't work and then listen to them. And, and there's nothing like going on an experience like that where you're listened to and people ask you your opinion and then you can see that change happen a few months later. Like, wow, they actually listened to me and um, you know, we've made this change because of it. And so that really em emboldens you to them and it kind of uh, you know, solidifies your partnership even better. Yeah, and for the listeners who want to check it out, um, you can just go to princess.com uh, and there's a section that talks about Ocean Medallion and, and Medallion class and what that is. But but really to have this small wearable that allows you to do some of the big, I would say, pain points for second time uh, cruisers where it's like, I loved my cruise, but the boarding was slow or I loved my cruise, but I wanted better Wi-Fi or, you know, whatever it is. Those are those are pretty huge pain points for people that uh, have been on one that, you know, might not come back because, you know, they just use that as an excuse. Um, how are you marketing those things? Well, it's funny you say about the people coming back, because I would actually say we've actually seen success in getting new people to cruise with us because they have done the homework on whether they should go on a cruise or not. And we see in the research we're doing on people that have considered a cruise, but have not taken a cruise, there are obstacles to booking such as, you know, lines to get on the ship. Um, they don't want to get seasick, all that kind of stuff. And so yeah. I can't say the medallion will solve any seasickness issue. Um, but in terms of the efficiency of embarkation and the Wi-Fi, like you said, it's blazing fast. Those obstacles have been taken away. And so we've actually seen, a good response from them, but also to your point that people who maybe may have cruised and didn't have a great time that they now feel like, you know, this is, this is something they should consider again because it's, uh, because it's gone. You have to be, um, there's only so much, so many words you have and, and images you can display and, and, and the limited attention span that people have in, in the marketing that we do, but we do try and really focus on the efficiencies of your experience and our simple message is more time for you to enjoy your vacation. That's what it's all about. That's the only reason we developed the technology was to take away the hassle and give you the precious time because, you know, most people don't vacation all year long. It's limited and we want to make sure they feel like they had the most quality time with their family. We talk a lot about account-based marketing on this show. Um, you know, you could, uh, you could make a great, great case that, uh, that when you're selling to a family that they're an, they're an account, or maybe it's a series of families and the extended family that they're all one account and you need to hit all the different kind of people in different ways. Um, I'm curious, is there, are there ways that you look at those personas, you know, reaching um, elder states people of, of the family, um, you know, the grandparents that want to just do something that's 
you know, great for the family or people with kids or, you know, whatever it is? Yeah, we definitely create a number of, of cohorts within our marketing profiles and try wherever possible to really speak to them as a unique audience. And the message points we deliver are specific to that multi-gen trip that we're going to send to the grandparents or, um, you know, the, the empty nesters that might just want to get away and have a romantic holiday in Europe. And so the personalization aspect of our marketing is, I would say, still in, it's in the early days. But it's definitely something we're um, focused on and has really, I think, become kind of an internal buzzword on how do we personalize every communication that we send out, whether it's somebody who's never cruised with us or somebody who's taking their you know, 50th cruise with us, that we want them to feel like uh, a unique individual. And we see it across all marketing and, and no matter what the industry and whether you're buying shoes or food, what have you, it's that the more you can speak to somebody one-on-one, um, the better off uh, you're going to be. And so we really try hard um, to tie our messaging to them based on the cohort that they are in. What about one of the biggest uh, learning experiences that you've had over the last few years marketing uh, to, to this audience? Oh, geez. There's been so many. Um, but I would say, you know, because we work with so many different agencies that have unique models, I think we have um, really learned the lesson that it is never one size fits all, that you really have to adapt yourself to the partnership you have with that individual uh, agency because they, they have a unique audience, they have unique employees, they have a unique brand on their own and a, and a way that they go to market. And sometimes all of that you know, will kind of blend together and you, you don't have to have necessarily custom campaigns per agency, but we try to do that as much as we can and, and listen to them and learn from them so that we know that we're fitting within their guidelines. You know, we have very strict brand guidelines and so do they, and we respect that and we try and fit within that. Um, and I think learn, learn from them and listen to them. I think any partnership, you know, has to be a two-way street and not to speak in cliches, but you know, in the old days, I think it was just, it was your way or the highway. And now it's very much, you know, we all, we'll always respect and, and protect our brand guidelines and, and how we come across to the, to the end consumer. Um, but we also want to make sure that we're working within their constraints and their desires. And so when we go to market, you know, some might have very, um, you know, specific needs or they're, and this may sound kind of weird, but they're, they're an agency that really uses the newspaper to go to market and that's how they get their clients. And, we would think, well, the newspaper, is that, you know, really? And then, so you kind of question the validity of that. And, but you realize that there's a secret sauce to what they're doing and they have figured it out. And so, you know, we go with it and it's, you have to be flexible. And so I think that flexibility is key. Princess has a very powerful brand, something that, you know, a lot of people know if you're thinking about, you know, doing a cruise, obviously it's going to come to mind. And that's what we want. So I'm curious, like, how do you look at telling the story of the brand? How do you focus on that? And then what are some of the ways that you leverage storytelling in your marketing? Yeah, I mean, we definitely, um, are, I guess we're very lucky that we have the strong brand that we have. And that, that brand awareness, unaided brand awareness is very high, one of the highest in the industry. And so we are fortunate to have that, but it's never... Um, something we take for granted. We're exploring the world and the way that they want to they want to explore it. 
in terms of my world, in terms of engaging with our travel agents, I am all about storytelling. And I'm sure my family is sick of it because I use them as the guinea pigs. And we've been very fortunate um, to take a number of cruises as a family. And when I go to a conference and I'm talking to you know 1,200 travel agents in a room and trying to impress them in 10 minutes at a speaking engagement of why to sell Princess and what Princess is all about, I would say, you know, a good chunk of my stories are about my own personal experiences, just because I believe there's more passion when I tell it than if I'm just reading off of a marketing script or or sharing some stock photos. I show my own pictures. I tell my own story. I show pictures of my kids and my wife, and I explain it in as funny a way as I can. I'm a big believer that comedy rises above all. And, you know, if you look at the recent Super Bowl and the ads and, and so many ads are just trying to be funny and outrageous to get people's attention. And not that I'm just trying to be outrageous for outrageousness sake, but I am all about engaging them in a humorous, entertaining way um, because I believe it gets their attention and it makes them learn even better. I think there's been some studies of kids that if you're, if you're making them laugh while they're learning, it sticks with them even longer than if you're you know, delivering it in a dry, dry manner. Um, and so I really try and rise above that. I'm not making you laugh here on this podcast, but when I'm in person and I'm telling stories, you know, I really try and um, bring humor into everything I do because at the end of the day, we aren't curing cancer here. We're telling people that we go to the, go to all these great places in the world and we'd love for you to come with us and see the world and experience it on your vacation. So that should be fun and that should be energetic and that should be an enlightening moment. And that's what I try and bring, and especially with the stories I tell. When I, when I talk about a trip to Alaska that I've been with my family, I go in the detail, detail so people can feel like, well, I've been there with you. And so I can now share that with my client and really walk away from that experience um, feeling more empowered to sell something than before. That's what it's all about to me. Okay, let's get into our lightning round. These questions are fast and easy, just like marketing with Salesforce Marketing Trends is brought to you by Salesforce, and Salesforce brings marketing and engagement together. You can learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. Check them out. We love them. They help us with this amazing show that we're bringing to you today. Salesforce.com slash marketing. Lightning round questions. John, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Number one, what is your favorite activity to do on a cruise ship? Uh, getting a massage in the spa. What app on your phone is the most fun? Oh, geez, that's a good one. I would honestly say a sports app, ESPN app, just because I'm a sports net. Favorite team? Lakers. What TV show or podcast are you watching or listening to right now? Uh, I'm watching um, The Outsider on HBO that started with Jason Bateman, but I don't want to ruin how it's ending because it's a very unique, twisted show. Do you have a hidden talent or passion? I, I tell you what, as a passion, I, I wish I was a great musician because I love music, but I am not a great musician, but I would have been a great music producer, I think, had I applied myself. What about your favorite band or artist? Oh, that's a tough one. My first concert was Rush. Uh, I grew up a Van Halen fan, uh, but I'm now I listen to everything from Mumford & Sons to classical music. So I'm just all over the place, but I love it all. Do you think that there was room on the door for Leonardo DiCaprio? hundred percent. I mean, just scooch over. How hard is it? Jeez. <laughs> they were cold. Okay. What is your 
best advice for a first time SVP of marketing? Oh, I would say shut your mouth and listen and rely on the great team that you have. What are you most excited about going forward for the future marketing? What I love, honestly, is learning every day. There's always something new. It is evolving at a rapid, rapid pace. And I just love that I'm middle-aged and yet I am I feel like a kid in school. I wish I had this energy for learning uh, when I was actually in school. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, really, you know, who has, who has time for school when you're in school? I, I, I hear very you. Very busy. <laughs> what question do you never get asked that you wish you were asked more often? Do you want to dance? <laughs> Whitney Houston asked me that just via song. That's it. That's all we got. Any, uh, any final thoughts, anything, uh, anything to plug? No, I think it's been a great conversation. And I think, you know, it, it's a unique business that I'm in. The cruising in general is I've been in it for almost 30 years and been with the same company, but I've loved the fact that it constantly changes and my role has changed quite a bit. So I've been lucky to learn many different facets of the business, but it is a very dynamic industry. And uh, the fact that I spent some time with you just talking about travel agents in general and A, do they exist? And yes, do they, they do. And that we've kind of had a little education on the value they bring. And so I think that's been kind of fun just to kind of walk through that. But no, it's been great. I, I appreciate the conversation. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on and uh, take care. Thank you very much. This has been fun. Thanks, guys. Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. Discover marketing built on the world's number one CRM, Salesforce. Put your customer at the center of every interaction. Automate engagement with each customer and build your marketing strategy around the entire customer journey. Salesforce, we bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. You have eight seconds to make a connection or risk a click away onto the next topic. The difference lies in your ability to deliver relevant experiences to your audience across devices and across channels. But delivering on a really great experience is impossible without the right people and the right technology. You've got the right people, but your technology choices will make or break someone's experience with your brand. At the center of gravity of your digital experience, Brightspot Content Management System can deliver relevant content, personalized experiences, and cross-channel synergies to create unforgettable brand experiences. So you can be a bright spot in someone's day. Head over to brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to find out right now. From global crisis to hunger relief efforts, the messages you deliver save lives, inform important decision-making, and help keep communities safe and sound. The speed and scale of your content needs to be delivered faster and on a much larger scale. Brightspot Content Management System has supported some of the world's largest brands to communicate on a global scale. From Johnson & Johnson sharing critical information with their customers, to helping Whole Foods tell their brand story to a global audience. 
Brightspot is designed to handle rapid iteration and personalized messages to those you care about most. Learn more at brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends.